Great, well welcome to our episode 12 of CC Talks. It's good to be back and hope everyone's had a good uh, good week. And we'll do the register as we normally do on these uh, occasions. So uh, we have uh, uh, James. Here, sir. Good stuff. And uh, Jack. Here, sir. Chelsea. Here, sir. Good stuff. And of course, we're joined also by Henry today. So uh, Henry's uh, coming in for the quant. As we said, we're going to do uh, quite a lot on the quant today. So Henry's joined us from the quant department. Welcome, Henry. Um, Good stuff. Okay, so we've got uh, that out of the way. Let's just have a look at uh, some of the things that have been happening in the football week. So we we obviously had Man United uh, went down 3-0 to uh, Barcelona on Tuesday. And then we uh, we also had, and I'm going to bring in James here, we had a cracking game last night, uh, obviously the Man City versus uh, Tottenham, 4-3, but of course Tottenham get the advantage with the away goal. James, anything to uh, comment on that? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. We were, we were robbed, obviously. Oh, of course, yeah, no. Cr- cracking start. Yeah, I mean, if Llorente wants to score with his, with his arm, using his arm, <laughs> that's absolutely fine. Just doesn't seem to fit with the laws of the game. But anyway, let's move on to <laughs> other matters. Good stuff. Well, of course, then we had, uh, we had an interesting one earlier on in the week with Juve. Juventus lost 2-1 to Ajax. Cracking Ajax, young, young team there. They're, they're, uh, I don't know yeah. who they'll get in the next round, but uh, they are certainly... Uh, well, they do, we know, don't they? Yeah, do they, they do. Oh, yes. They yeah. play Spurs. They play yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, do. That'd, be, that'd, that'd, be that'd be a cracker. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, what he also does is showcase, because quite a lot of these Ajax players are young through from the academy. Yeah. So it's a great opportunity to showcase them. Yeah. Edwin van der Zaza, obviously, mm. as well. He is. He's doing a cracking job. Yeah. I mean, really yeah. interesting how he's transitioned from, from obviously being a goalkeeper at Manchester United mm. uh, to, to being chief executive. Chief executive. Yes, yeah, winning, winning the business. So yeah. You can see both sides. I yeah. think um, you know, he's done a great job at Ajax. I bet he gets poached as well within the next year or so. Good point. I've seen Good a point. couple of stories which are talking about bringing him back to Man United and yeah. link up with Solskjaer. Mm, yeah, that would be great. I mean, if you, if you, you know, if Ed Woodward then concentrates on you know the sort of the commercial part of Manchester United, yeah. which is incredibly important, uh, and then you've got Solskjaer as the manager. I'm still not convinced about that, by the way. I think mm. Pochettino would have been much better, mm. um, and they should have taken him before the game yesterday. <laughs> um, and then if you have Van der Sar leading, you know, as a sporting director, effectively, but also mm. understanding the business. I mean, that could be. It could be a yeah, lot of it's dangerous. dangerous. It could be, could be dangerous. Yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, okay, well, one to watch. And then, uh, and so on, uh, on 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 Juve with Juve losing Chelsea, you were noting that uh, their shares have plummeted or dropped. Yeah. So their their shares dropped by twenty percent. Um, twenty two. Yeah, yeah. From from close on Tuesday um, to open on on the Wednesday, and it settled at around seventeen percent. So so the shares are currently um, one point four, mm. and Ajax's shares actually rose by ten point two percent as a result of the. Um, of the game, yeah, so much money in the Champions League. See, that's the thing, and uh, but it's also interesting because they, uh, you know, they obviously had their, their bond issue earlier on, um, you know, when they brought in uh, Ronaldo, so it'll wipe some of that out. But uh, it is the volatility of, uh, of, of these, you know, big games. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, Juventus had actually hit a, a record high with their share price on Monday, um, at one point seven, um, so. It was, bit of a loss really I guess. Mm, mm. Yeah you'll, you'll see that you'll see that and you know it'll uh, it'll settle down now but also there's probably a bit of people taking profit out of it mm. you know um, once it uh, once it increased so yeah it's uh, it also shows how you know football is getting into the financial mm. you know, I mean the, the FT were all over this and mm. Bloomberg yeah. and you know and and but the the impact that it has and the figures we're talking about now are, are substantial yeah yeah, and, uh, so it's, it's a global business. It it's is. a global entertainment business, and yeah. of course, with that, you know, it's a. But it's a global entertainment business, which is 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 moving on 
you know, daily events, whether that's players that, or whether that's it. teams. It's, it's so the volatility, it's, isn't the volatility. it? Because, I mean, and when you've got volatility in, in a market, then... Well, you know, speculation. They, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, if you... you you can imagine the guy, you know, the guys that would be wanting to short. Correct. You yeah. Know, based on one, one result. result. Yeah. Absolutely. Because yeah. the impact is so big, and you know, so it's, uh, it's you know, it's a bit like going into William Hill with, you know, a Tesco bag with two million dollars in it mm. or something and putting mm. a bet on. Mm. It's uh, yeah, it'd be really interesting to watch. So uh, good. Well, yeah, good, 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 good week, busy week, and um, and obviously plenty more to come as the uh, season comes to uh, comes to a close as well. Okay, great. We uh, talked uh, on previous podcasts about uh, kit supplies and, uh, agree- and um, agreements that have been uh, organised. City Deal was one of them with Puma. And uh, we hear that uh, Liverpool have been uh, in negotiations with Nike. Uh, Jack, fill us in on uh, a bit more information on that. Yeah, so Liverpool are in advance talks with Nike about sorting out their, sorting out their kits for the next season. Um, they're aiming for the similar amount of man, uh, Manchester United at seven hundred and fifty million for the season. Right. Uh, sorry, seven hundred and fifty million over the ten year period, mm. which um, most kit supply deals actually are. Uh, in comparison to others in the in the in the league, Man City's deal is suspected to be in the region of six hundred and fifty million over ten years. Chelsea and Arsenal, if it's over the same ten years, would be six hundred million each, which mm-hmm. is means that Liverpool's next deal that could possibly come in will either match Manchester United's deal or could potentially beat it. Having um, New Balance got an option in their current contract that they can match any deal that Nike or alternative brands come in with? They've got, they've got that in the, in the contract. It currently sits at £45 million a year. It's due to expire at the end of the nineteen twenty season. Um, they do have that um, clause in the contract, but I think the, the thing that would be interesting would be to see whether... New Balance would cough up such a large difference. Yeah, because things have changed, and it's interesting you were saying about a lot of these deals getting done for ten years. I mean, ten years is such a mm. long time mm. in any business, and and in football, you think about how you know it's moved on over the last you know, ten years. You know, New Balance. I mean, have you got New Balance football boots? I don't know anybody who's got New Balance football boots. No, I've you know. got New Balance trainers. Well, that, well I've got trainers. Worked. Is that because you, yeah, but you're a Stoke fan, so I'm not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not because of the Liverpool kit deal, is it? No. No. So I mean, you know, they've got to think: Are they really going to get a return on that level of investment, New Balance? No. You know, even if they've got the opportunity to match it. I think it's New Balance. Um, as far as I'm aware, and the way that I looked at it, are they're a, they're a bigger brand in in the United States mm. compared to England. Yeah. I think obviously with American owners and whatever, it might have gone down that route. But mm. Nike are the biggest brand arguably the biggest brand in the world for football they, they pay a hell of a lot of money for kit supply and deals and they do see they will see a return because it's not just the kits it's football boots like you were mm. saying there's a lot more to Nike's deal than what is just putting the tick on the front of the shirt yeah no I agree yeah is that, is that across the whole board or just to, just the, the first team men's or is that the ladies as well is that throughout the club I think it's just men's. men's yeah, I, think, I think it's just first team at the minute. I mean, right. Manchester City's deal, that the Puma deal that they've got, that's across what is described as, I think it's four sister clubs. So yeah. I'm, oh, assume, yeah. Yeah, so I'm assuming that's obviously the New York. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's not New York. Yeah. Apart from that, you were spot on. It's, it's yeah, everything yeah. but the it's New York. But the, yeah, and the reason being is that uh, obviously New York is a franchise. And so the kit deals are done 
by the owners uh, of the franchise. So you know MLS in that case. Yeah. So Emory, if you if you look, Emory MLS team wears Adidas. Um, right. And, okay. and so they they don't have any flexibility with that. But I think it's on all the other ones apart from they've got some shareholding in the Yokohama in 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 Japan. I don't think it counts. I don't think that's covered. But I think all the other ones are. And I think the obviously the women's team is is covered as well. So, yeah, it'll good. be interesting to see whether it does get finalised and see if we can get a, a, a proper figure of it when it's done yeah I agree good good well we'll look forward to getting that Jack when, uh, when it comes out you'll be all over it so uh, great yeah and we're just interesting this week uh, uh, obviously following the, uh, the Bolton uh, situation so Bolton have na- announced yesterday that uh, uh, they've agreed a, a sale to Lawrence Bassini or Ken Anderson has and uh, he's going to take uh, full control of the, the limited company, Burnden Leisure Limited, who uh, obviously hold the, the shares on Bolton Wanderers, and, uh, and also White's Hotel. So, yeah, it's an interesting one. I mean, it, it'll be a relief to supporters. It'll be a relief to, to players. The game against uh, Villa was in doubt. Right. but uh, yeah. Well, that's a short-term relief, isn't it? I mean, well, it is, is. Is this really a relief? I mean, you know, you know, is this out the frying pan and into the fire? I, I yeah I, I mean yeah I, I would I would think it I mean Lawrence Bazzini we know obviously used to be previous owner of Watford you know he's had a yeah he's had an interesting you know, background um, and um, you know, is he the right person to come in long term don't know if you look at you know look at uh, the history possibly not but um, he's you know he's saying or they're reporting that he's you know cleared some debts and uh, I know, think I think that's the interesting do. part of this because obviously it is they 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 appeared to sort of rush out a statement yesterday mm, they did. Um, which is oh, yeah, which is Wednesday because we're obviously recording this uh, a day early yes. because of um, oh, yeah, it's Easter weekend um, so they rushed out a statement on Wednesday um, they did suggest that he might contribute to player wages and other working capital mm. requirements mm. of the club um, but it's of course subject to uh, EFL approval yeah. uh, so the question is what are, you know, what are the EFL going to do here um, are they? Are they? You know, Bassini clearly has a um, a, a checkered uh, past within mm. football. Yes. Um, uh, and you know, does that mean that he's not going to get approval from the EFL? So it's a really difficult and invidious position that the EFL mm. will find themselves in uh, because this is a club that clearly needs an injection of capital and very very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it seems to have been nudging against administration a little bit um, and uh, you know players have gone on strike for periods of time it's you, you know it's a club that's 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 you know fallen from grace and, and and needs you know for the supporters sake needs the right sort of owner to to transform it again it does and it's likely to be from league one because um, I think uh, if they, yeah, said, if they've they, got. If they lose against Villa, they're, they're, they're down. down. Yeah, they are, and I think uh, ultimately, yeah, it's a, it's a little bit, it's a little bit. You know, obviously Blackpool's going through, they're going through administration, but you know, hopefully they'll be the right sort of owner will come through for for them, and I think that's what's you know that's what's required here. Um, it, it, you're right. The big call is 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 what do the uh, uh, the EFL, you know, what decisions they make? Does he fit the, the well? Blackpool's uh, the different actually. It's in, that's an interesting point because Blackpool <coughs> Blackpool technically is receivership. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, but that's it. That's, that's why this is interesting mm. because obviously this 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 is not an administration, and they're, they're trying desperately to avoid it. Yeah. Um, but if it did fall into administration, it'd fall into administration because they can't meet you know the mm. the financial requirements you know and, and debts as they fall due. Mm. 
With Blackpool, it wasn't quite that. It was more that the owner obviously owed money to, yes, to one of the previous shareholder, yeah. and and this was one of the owner's assets, and that's why the receiver stepped in. Um, you know, so but you know, if you were choosing between buying Bolton and buying Blackpool, yeah, you know, it's 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 a difficult choice. Bolton, you would say, is a is a bigger club, maybe slightly better located geographically, mm. but you know, Blackpool is probably in better financial shape. Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. It, you know, when you get down to League One, you know, for most owners, it's about how can we transform this and get this back, back into the, the championship, championship yeah. and then, you know, all being well into the Premier League. And both Blackpool and Bolton have been in the Premier League in, in mm. recent years. Mm. Uh, and, you know, so it's, it, it's, it's, it's tough. It's really tough for Bolton fans. I mean, we've been watching it, haven't we, from a distance? Yeah, we have. And it, you know, is it is it a sticking plaster? And 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 and, and you know, looking at looking at uh, Bassini's sort of you know uh, track record, he does you know try to come in, turn around, and then find a find another buyer. Mm. And and I think and that know, might, yeah. And if and if that was the case, then you know, yeah, some Bolton fans might think that's a better option than where they are right now. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. But we'll uh, we'll watch it, and we'll uh, if there's anything to report, we'll come back uh, on on next week next week's podcast. Right, well, we, uh, we said on last week's uh, podcast we were going to focus on the quant, and here we are. We're coming over to the quant, and uh, it's uh, over to James and the quant guys, and that's not a 60s band. That is it actually sounds, it sounds like it. It does, doesn't yeah. it? But, uh, yeah, James, I know you've been working hard with the guys, uh, obviously uh, pulling some, uh, some stats together. So, uh, yeah. what have yeah. we got? Well, Henry's been working very hard on this, and um, uh, Jack's a little disappointed because he thought that the ultimate Premier League team of the season yeah. so what we've done is mm. we've used our quant to try we've gone with a sort of a 4-4-2 formation just to make it easy mm-hmm. but we've tried to pick out the best player in each position mm. in the Premier League this season so yeah. this is objective intelligence you know so objectively who has contributed the most in that position to their team winning football matches yeah. um, and so I think some of the names are are those that you would expect mm-hmm. um, there's only one that you don't expect. Yeah. Well, which one do you think? Don't you? you Kyle don't... Walker's the one that you don't oh, expect. Oh, good God! Why? Why not? <laughs> you don't. He hasn't been a standout performer. He has. He hasn't. Hasn't been a standout performer. When you think of standout performers at right back this season, you think of a couple of the others that we did do quant on, being Juan Bissaka and Trent at yep. Liverpool, but. You know, the, the the quant doesn't lie. So well, we, we went through. In. Yeah, we went through the right. I mean, the right back is an example. We went through, you know, the whole of the Premier League, and we you we we basically left Kyle Walker to last. I think it was just to tease me, mm-hmm. and uh, and at that point, um, the the player in the right back position was who was it, Henry? Uh, Wan Bissaka. Mm. Uh, and so we thought he might, and and it was very close between him and and Trent Alexander Arnold. At Liverpool, and so when Carl Walker came in, and the, on the final furlong and won it, uh, yeah, it shows that Carl Walker's contribute in that position has contributed the most to his team winning football matches, more than you know Bissaka has done at Palace and and Trent Alexander Arnold at, at Liverpool. The fact that Bissaka Wan Bissaka's in there is is testament to it. Now this doesn't you know just because Liverpool have won more football matches than uh, than Crystal Palace doesn't necessarily impact this. It's, it, you know, we make allowances for that. So we're looking at players that can make that contribution. We almost look at it as though if you were creating a team, if you had all the money in the world and you wanted to start a Premier League team, who mm. would you grab yeah. and who would you put in those positions based on the quant analysis? Um, and so you know, Wan-Bissak has clearly had a, a phenomenal 
Yeah, but Kyle Walker made right back. So the other the other slight surprise I thought was goalkeeper, because obviously I'd gone for, I would go for Edison every day of the week. Now he has, you know, he's had a lot of accolades this year because he's very, you know, it's very pleasing on the eye, isn't he? The tricks he he does. I mean, he he did a, a little trick yesterday, didn't he? Where he, the the ball, they, I can't remember which um, which Tottenham mm. player did it. Did a long shot, and instead of just catching it, he took it on his chest yeah. and then passed it. Mm. Um, you know, he's very he, he's a you know he's a very modern goalkeeper. He's a phenomenon of 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 wanting to play with your feet and become a an eleventh out you know outfield player. Yeah, yeah. But Allison came out on top, and I suppose you know that that perhaps isn't. You know, massive surprise because Liverpool have conceded, I think, the least number of goals this season um, of any team in the in the Premier League. Um, and, you know, he does make the odd mistake, but that's more than compensated from the good stuff that he does to help his team win football right. matches. Mm. Did, I thought De Gea might no, be in there, but no, no. He, he, he wasn't. And there was a bit of a... Alisson and Edison weren't far apart. There was a bit of a gap to De Gea and he's had a, mm. he's had a difficult couple of games as well. Yeah. I think the issue with De Gea is obviously Man United didn't start the season very well up to when obviously they axed Mourinho just before Christmas and I think if it was just for the back end of the season I think the 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 quant might show something different but yeah. a, a poor start probably didn't help them out. Yeah and that, that's a good point yeah. although although you would argue that Mourinho played a slightly more defensive type system so you know, you you know, he's not going to get caught on the break. But then I suppose it, that applies both ways, doesn't it? If you if you rely on your defence, then you're inviting the <clears throat> yeah more the, shots. The, yeah, exactly. <coughs> yeah. So, um, so so that was interesting. Obviously, I think most people would expect um, Virgil Van Dijk to to be in there as a as That's a centre back, mm. and um, yeah, he's yeah he he was the best player in the Premier League in that position so far this season. It's nearly at an end, and then actually. It was uh, Laporte at City, right? Who's the mm. next best? Which you know, I think, I think he's a, I think he's a very talented player. I think he's very assured. Um, again, there's one or two mistakes, but you know, even if, if every player will make will make mistakes. But but you know, as a City fan, when you see you know Laporte on the on the on the starting uh, mm. you know, list of, of players on the team sheet, then you 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 get a degree of confidence. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Then left back again, another Liverpool player. Henry's. A, I should say Henry's a yeah, Liverpool fan, which, which yeah. hasn't had any impact on this. No, except it's not weighted it anyway. No, no there's, there's a bit of gloating involved. <laughs> um, so Andy Robertson is is left back, and um, yeah, he 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 stood pretty much head and shoulders above everybody else. Uh, ben Ben Chilwell at um, at Leicester, I thought would be higher because City again, I'm not. Don't mean to talk about City, but it's not just City. But a number of clubs have been interested in him, right. uh, perhaps you know, in buying him for next season. Yeah, not not as effective as again as you think he he might be. Mm. He, he kind mm. of he always looks solid on, you know. He's always running full yeah. of energy. Yeah, but, but hey, and that's pleasing, interesting. That's yeah. pleasing on the eye, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, similar to what yeah. you were saying. Pleasing on the eye, same as Edison makes a lot of runs. Is very very positive for Leicester, yes. but obviously isn't. The end product obviously isn't as positive for Leicester as what Robertson is for Liverpool. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree, and it's a very English thing, isn't it? We like our players to to put the effort in and to charge around back. and yeah. you know and and just put everything in for the for the team, mm. and that can be okay. But um, 
because there's McTominay at, um, at, at Man United, who we talked about in last week's podcast. We did, yeah, we did. And again, he's that sort of player. Yeah, he'll throw himself into everything, but actually his effectiveness is not, not that great. Mm. Um, and, you know, you've got to look objectively at it. And I think the best example of that probably is, is uh, one of the central midfielders. And actually the guy that came out top was Paul Pogba. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. So you know he, you know he's um, he's got a, he's had a lot of flack this season, and you know there's obviously he fell out with Mourinho, mm. um, but his contribution to that team winning football matches is higher than anybody else's. Um, the the other we, the other central midfielder that we had um, is David Silva at right. City, mm-hmm. yeah. um, which I think most. But you know they are different. I mean, different in stature, different in style of play. But again, you know, we think that everything goes through David Silva for City, mm. um, you know, to, to contribute to them scoring goals. Paul Pogba creates, he, he's the guy that really does make those, um, you know, big passes that make all the difference on those key match events. Yeah, but he, was, he, was, he, wasn't, he wasn't as effective, certainly under Mourinho, was he? So, uh, so, the, the, so do we think that that's a Solskjaer? Effect or well, I mean, yeah, we. I mean, I, I, I certainly said it before where Solskjaer coached him, didn't he, when he was first at Man mm. when he was a youngster, and uh, and then he, he, he obviously was, was sold. Um, but I think there is a connection. I think you know, it's well, I, I, it was there to see his, his game improved. Now, that also is probably you know, the freedom he was given a little bit more with with uh, with Solskjaer coming in, but um, but if you look at it, I mean, that, that and that's is, it, and this is over the course of the season, correct? So, exactly. so it even takes account of the Mourinho. Yeah. No, no, it's interesting. Uh, so just imagine, yeah. imagine what it'd be like if uh, you know if Solskjaer had come in earlier, or yeah. you know, or uh, Mourinho had gone earlier. So, yes, yeah, but it, but uh, that's good. That's good. It's, uh, it's whether he stays. And then on the um, you know, on right midfield, we've got um, the the best English player, probably at present. Mm. I think most people would agree. He's up there with best in the world at the minute. Yeah, difficult for Henry as a as a Liverpool fan to to accept it, but uh, Raheem Sterling is is definitely the best right midfielder yeah. in the Premier League, um, and he's the best English player. He's amazing, isn't he? I mean, yeah. he's, he's on fire this season. Scored a hat trick yesterday, apparently. Yeah, but uh, one was disallowed. <laughs> yeah, but he, uh, but but that's an interesting point. The number of hat tricks that Raheem Sterling has has had, you know, this season mm. and under um, Guardiola is is. Is quite sensational. Yeah, and he's also performing for for his country. Yeah. yeah, he's, 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 yeah. Now is this? I mean, we've had conversations off air about this. This is this is the Pep influence. This is the Pep coaching. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, I think so. I think I think you might argue that with Carl Walker as well, and and Laporte. I mean, both great players in their at their previous mm. um, clubs, mm. but you know, yeah, Guardiola's brought them on. Yeah. Uh, you could even argue that about one of the strikers that we've got. In fact, the guy that came top is Aguero. Yeah, I mean he's been phenomenal, obviously, for City for many years. Yeah, but but since Guad- in this season in particular, he's he's just been yeah mm. sensational. Mm. Miss, misses the odd penalty, but mm. <laughs> um, has been sensational. So we've got Raheem Sterling on the right, of course, Edin Hazard on the left. Yeah. His yeah. season, and we've done some work on. We'll also publish uh, a pa- yeah a pa- a short paper on this, just looking at Hazard um, against. Um, uh, Gareth Bale, which mm, we talked yeah, about last week. Yeah. And Excellent. we've also added in um, Jaden uh, Sancho for, for this this year yeah. as well. Well that'd be interesting. And yeah. Hazard is is head and head yeah. and shoulders above yeah. it. Yeah. He's he's having a phenomenal season. Um and his uh, best season at Chelsea. I think so. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, so Hazard on, on the left. Um, and then uh, the two strikers we've got are Sergio Aguero, as I've mentioned, and also Harry Kane. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's. Uh, I mean, what what was interesting is to see some of the other ones. Um, you know, Callum Wilson at Bournemouth yeah. has has had a great season, mm-hmm. particularly the early part of the season. They drifted drifted off a little bit, but but he. I think he picked up an injury at one point as I well. I think that's yeah, um, but he's you know, his his objective uh, influence on on the team and on the team winning football matches is 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 not far off uh, Firmino at um, at Liverpool. Or at yeah, or Bamiyang. So it's you know these are, you know, they're, they're fairly serious comparisons. The one that really showed at, um, you know, at a lower level is is Rashford. Mm. Um, again, right. he he you know he's got a lot of pace and mm. and is easy on the eye, but actually his contribution to Manchester United this season has not been, not been that great. Mm. He was quite a lot lower than. Uh, than Kane and Aguero. Right, that is interesting. Although he did play. I th- yeah, yeah. I, I Mourinho think, sort of played him in funny positions, didn't he? I do think that stems mainly from the fact that under Mourinho, Mourinho played a front three of Lukaku down, down the middle with yes. Rashford playing on one of the wings. So he wasn't playing a central role like Aguero or Kane do um, for the entirety of the season. Yes. But I think if, he, if he's continuing to play there, it would be interesting to see how his rating progresses for the by the end of the yes. season, say, or see what it's like in in six months, say, yeah. just before Christmas for, for yeah. the next Premier League season. Yeah. It would be interesting to see that. Yeah, I think there's a lot of hope, isn't there, um, both for United fans and also for England uh, supporters. You know, for for Rashford, he's exciting to watch, um, but you know, but also you, he does get some criticism that he's a little bit naive at times mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. in how he plays. Yeah, pretty, and pretty. and you know, and that. And I think the results bear that out. I think there's, there, there will certainly have been circumstances where he could have passed instead of taking a shot, for instance. And, um, and that would have been more effective because our key match events can actually trace mm. that through. Mm. Um, so, so the team in, in full um, is Alisson, uh, Kyle Walker, Virgil van Dijk, uh, Laporte, Robertson, Hazard, Sterling, Pogba, David Silva, Harry Kane and Sergio Aguero. I mean... I think a lot of people might have. That's a Premier League winning side. It is, yeah. It's a, it's a sensational team, but that's that's what the objective yeah. world shows us. That's what the quant shows. Yeah. So well, we'll we'll publish a paper with those details, also some of the other players that we've looked at that didn't quite make it. So you know, you know, uh, Kante wasn't far off, right, for instance, yeah, yeah. In, in in midfield, and we've also got a paper that we've done that shows that actually this has been his best season. Even though Sarri has played him in a slightly different wow, that's role, interesting. That interesting. yeah. yeah. Um, so so we'll do we'll do a, a Kante paper as as well, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we'll put it on the website and we'll put it on on social media. Brilliant, great stuff. Yeah, a lot of work on. Well done, guys. Okay, we're moving on to uh, the Mourinho minute. We do this uh, section every every podcast. So uh, Chelsea, you've been following uh, what uh, Mr. Mourinho has been doing this week. Yeah, so um, he's. I know last week we spoke about him, uh, speculation about him going to Roma. Um, he's now supposedly turned down that offer. And there is still speculations floating around that he's going to be joining join um, Bayern. So mm. Michael Ballack, who is a former Bayern midfielder who also played under Mourinho when Mourinho was at Chelsea, 
um, has said that he would bring glamour to the club. Glamour, well, well, there we go. That's it. Over, there was, that's it. He's in. Sold. He's in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. New haircut. If, if that's the best that you can offer in in, in favour of Mourinho, um, I think he would be good at Bayern Munich. Actually, mm. I mm. think he's suited. He's got a sort of a a Germanic type approach to yeah to, discipline. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So I think I think you'll the players at Bayern Munich will respond much more positively to that than. Than perhaps the yeah, the United players who mm. are obviously very mm. international. Mm. Um, not that they're not international at, at Bayern Munich, but there is a culture there at Bayern Munich that I think is much more, you know, you know, around the discipline. And uh, so I think that could be a good fit. He's obviously not done anything in the Bundesliga. No. Before, um, I'd be excited by that. Yeah, yeah I fancy that. I'd, yeah. I'd, that'd be good, wouldn't it? You're a big fan, there, aren't you, yeah, Jack? Big, you think, big, you big think look, if if Rafa's going to resign, then, oh. then Mourinho's obviously out of the frame for the Newcastle job. Uh, <laughs> you know, you can always you can always be positive about who we can get in, yeah. but realistically, it's the wrong way around as well because Rafa always follows Mourinho, doesn't he, rather than the other way around. So uh, if you think about Chelsea, you think about Real Madrid, but anyway, carry on. Things always change. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's in the Bundesliga with Munich. They've been the dominant side in Germany for a long long time now um, they've came they've came good towards the end of the season dismantled uh, Borussia Dortmund 5-0 yeah, um, Mourinho would would definitely bring maybe something different something to bring Bayern Munich back to maybe Champions League Champions League uh, co- competing there every yep. single year yep. they've obviously struggled with struggled with competing at the highest level over the past few years but maybe with a with Mourinho, like you're saying, with his discipline and with mm. that Germanic culture and how he'll fit in positively there, it yeah. could go well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. I agree. So how much do we... What's what's the fine for Steve for his phone going off in there? Yeah, podcast? sorry, guys. Come on, we told you about the no phone rules. Yeah, it's five quid, isn't it, to, to charity? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's Which, that's which that's charity? It. Well, yeah, exactly. well, no, we'll, we'll, work out, we'll, work out, we'll work out an appropriate sort of football-related charity and, yes. and then... Cause it, you know, it's happened to me once before, but I think it was on vibrate. So, so, <laughs> so that might be two quid. So we'll we'll rack up. Racked up seven yeah. pounds. Yeah, so exactly. Far. Honestly, well, and that leads us. Charities around the world are getting excited. Yeah, yeah. Well, they are, and that leads us brilliantly to our uh, our uh, next bit on any other business, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. Because we've uh, QPR have been looking at uh, and going out to their uh, their supporters to see, uh, you know, which charity they can bring in. To uh, to to uh, support them next season. So, uh, what have the, you got in yeah, this, Chelsea? The naming rights. Yeah, it's the naming the rights. They've been. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's good. It's, it's the interesting. Stadium. Yeah, they've turned around and said they've kind of. So they've asked the the supporters essentially, and um, they're saying they're going to give the naming rights of their their Loftus Road Stadium um, to a charity that is associated with football. Um, and they, they've turned around. They've asked the supporters to to come back with nominations. Um, they said that they want they want it to be you know they want them to consider how it will benefit. Um, from broader recognition, and they also want them to, to ensure that it actually has the uh, the appropriate infrastructure to be able to do something with mm. with this money. Mm. Um, so they've got the supports have got a, a deadline till the third of May, right? And then a short list will be drawn up, and they'll give the supporters the chance to vote for their preferred choice. Okay. Good one. Yeah, I mean, interesting. But it sounds great on on paper. Yeah, I mean, well, is it, is there's no ulterior motive? Is there? Um, we've been. We been Skeptical for no reason at all, or possibly, but yeah, there may be some. Uh, I mean, obviously, some financial reasons, uh, you know, tax deductible and things like that with <laughs> charities. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. certainly, uh, 
that's one thing. But hey, no, it may be. I mean, you look at the owners, you know, obviously, you know, Fernandes in there, but uh, the Mittal family, um, you know, obviously uh, have the rest of the shareholding. So the, and, the possibilities of the Steve McLaren stand have gone now, <laughs> along with the manager. Along with the manager, yeah, there's a thought. But uh, yeah, so uh, interesting. Well, we'll come back on that because 3rd mm. of May is not far away. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll follow that and just see, uh, see, what, uh, see what comes out of it. It'll be interesting to see who they choose if they genuinely are going to the supporters. Yeah. Because you know, there's a lot of lo- there'll be a lot of local charities as well as obviously the well-known national ones. But um, great. Okay. So uh, that was the any other business. Anything else? We've gone to move on to the, uh, the, the big short quote. Well, I have a quote. But it's not from Big Short. But it's not from Big Short. No, no. Uh, because on the, on the basis that today was mostly about quant, I think we've, we've kind of exhausted the, the Big Short now. I think we've got to move on to Moneyball. Okay. As, as our, next, our next film for quotes. Uh, so the quote this week is, which is also on our website, is um, by the character Peter Brand, who was played by Jonah Hill in, uh, in Moneyball. Mm-hmm. And um, he said that people who run ball clubs, they think in terms of buying players. Your goal shouldn't be to buy players, it should be to buy wins. And that's absolutely right. It's right, absolutely right. That's yeah. baseball, yeah. but it also applies. Was that Steve's going off the game? Twice. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so how much is this? Seven, ten, nine. nine. It's 11 quid. It's 11 quid. 11 quid. Fantastic. I've put it on silent. Really? I think, hang on. He's got too much tech. That's a problem. Oh, technology and me. So, so we'll work out where we applied eleven pounds. Go on. We, we could do naming rights for the room that because we're we're not in a black line this week. We're back in the in one of the we rooms are. in the office. So maybe this this room could get renamed with the name of the charity. Could do. Well, could we, we get a listener to well, write in? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm running. I'm running later on this year for for the meningitis. There we go. So uh, yeah, yeah, that's that one could, nomination. Could be one yeah. nomination. Yeah. But well, hey, we'll go to our uh, our group Alice here. And, uh, yeah, whoever in the office. Whoever see. actually pays the most fines can choose the charity. So uh, so Steve, you yeah, tell I'm us. Meningitis is running then, isn't it? I'm looking favoured. Hey, good cause. Good cause. So great. Okay, good sir. Well, thanks for the quote. Uh, we haven't heard it yet. Oh, no, we did. No, we did. Did we? Yeah. Oh, is that it? Yeah, you probably couldn't hear it over your beeping... Uh, Sorry. Your beeping tech. I was distracted. Go yeah, on, then. So, uh, so good. Okay. So, well, that was it. That's, uh, that's uh, good. And uh, thanks for the quote. Thanks for all the input, especially the quant guys. Really interesting. Look forward to seeing that when it's up on the... Uh, it'll go on the website as well. Henry and, was uh, very quiet today. But yeah, he was quiet. He's, he's, he's our quant. He's, he's quant. quant. He's quant. Yeah, they don't, yeah, they're not yeah. here to talk. No. <laughs> he's a look at a screen. And but he does speak English. He does speak so, English. Yeah. And like, hey, back and like to the big, big short. short. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, Managed to tie it in. We yeah. did. We always do. So, uh, great guys. Hey, now, first of all, it's uh, coming to Easter. So, we, we're... Uh, uh, have a great Easter. Happy Easter to everybody. And um, enjoy it. I'm sorry I haven't brought any Easter eggs, but uh, yeah, I brought some hot crust buns oh, into good. the office. So well uh, we've got that. But guys, have a great weekend. Good luck with all the uh, sports you're in with. And we'll, uh, we'll see you back next Friday. Yeah. Back to normal. See you, see you next week.